Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 289. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Sweet Lauren's was started out of necessity. After beating cancer at a young age, Lauren made the choice that she would now become conscious about every single thing she put in her body. But you and I get to be the beneficiaries of that. So Lauren, I am so excited to have you on the show today. I know that um, you have an amazing story of uh, what you've been through, what that journey has looked like, and and where you are today. So I I think you're going to um, inspire every single listener we have today. So welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you guys have really taken uh, the cookie world by storm over the last couple of years here. So I would love if you would, um, let's, well, let's back up a little bit before we even talk about all of that. Let's back up and talk about a little bit of your journey to this point and how you got here, because I think people need to really understand that. Sure. So um, I grew up in New York City. I have um, always been interested in kind of delicious food and health and wellness. Um, I was a yoga instructor when I was 18, so I was already a little bit entrepreneurial too. I went to college in California, um, USC in LA, and right after I graduated at 22 years old, I got diagnosed with cancer. I had Hodgkin's lymphoma, and it was incredibly shocking. Um, for anyone diagnosed with cancer, but especially at 22 years old, I just graduated college. I really felt kind of on top of the world and excited to start my life and um, got this news and just kind of was brought down to zero. And so what happened was I basically had to come home to New York and live at home and go through chemo and basically had a year off. And um, during this year, while all of my friends were immediately, you know, joining their first jobs and immediately entering the workforce. Um, I had a lot of time with myself and a lot of time to figure out kind of what I was passionate about and what I really enjoy doing. If life was so precious, what do I even want to spend my time doing and what do I really care about? And um, so I think that, you know, having this time alone, I had a lot of introspection and basically, you know, I'd go to my doctor and say, what, what can I do to make myself as healthy as possible? And he could just talk about the medicine and he was an amazing doctor, but nutrition wasn't really part of his, um, you know, practice. And so I realized that I was going to have to become my own doctor in terms of what I ate and what ingredients I wanted in my body and what felt good to me personally, because everyone's body is different too. And so I just started to study nutrition and I really started to feel a difference in my energy levels and my positive outlook. And I just cut out anything artificial and refined, no corn syrup, no refined bleached flowers, just trying to eat whole real food. So whole grains and healthier oils and sea salts instead of refined salt. And um, I have such a sweet tooth, (laughs) like the biggest sweet tooth. And I, since I cut out all this processed food, I just couldn't find anything in a supermarket that was really that delicious and made of such good ingredients. So out of this personal need, I was so frustrated that I was like, I'm going to reinvent cookie dough. 
and I'm going to make my own recipe and I'm going to make it from as whole, real, simple ingredients as possible. So I started to just do that and took over my mom's kitchen, threw out any ingredients that weren't really natural, um, filled it with just only natural, delicious tasting ingredients, played with recipes. And I have a younger sister who's very picky. And um, finally, it got to the point where she was like, these are the best cookies I've ever had. And then I started to give them to friends and neighbors and people just started to order them for me. And everyone I kind of spoke to would light up about all natural cookie dough and better for you cookie dough and something that made them, you know, really satisfy their sweet tooth, but made them feel good afterwards. And it was then when I saw how much other people got excited and how much I saw a need in other people for a product like this, that I really felt like there was a huge, exciting business opportunity and a huge, exciting need that I could fill because I had the answers. I had these recipes that I had built over the last year. That is so amazing. And I, I think what impresses me more than anything is, you know, most people when they're going through and battling cancer and your life is on the line and you're trying to, you know, you just graduated college and you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I cannot even believe my whole world is turned upside down. You know, I don't think most people take that opportunity to, you know, <laughs> find this amazing calling and build this incredible business out of it. So I, I just think that's unbelievable that you were able to take a time that could have been so dark dark um, and, and turn it into something, you know, so incredible that not only is fun and fulfilling for you, but obviously is making a huge difference for people because I think the sweet tooth is the problem for a lot of people, right? right? I right. think yeah. if we look at our health and we look at the number one thing that's causing detriment to our health as far as what we're putting in our bodies, it's like the sugar, right? right. Um, so I think it's really awesome that you are able to like take that time and do that legwork and, and work so hard to come up with these recipes so that people actually can still enjoy their sweets, but make conscious, you know, healthy decisions at the same time. Exactly. No, I really appreciate that. Um, I think really what happened is for the first month when I was diagnosed, I I was really depressed and I'd always been a very upbeat kind of positive person. So this was really, really hard for me yeah. to, you know, just feel like, you know, going from a hundred percent down to zero. So I, I, you know, saw what it was like to really feel um, empty and feel like you, you know, confused about life and that you had nothing to live for. And I just realized after kind of a month of that, that life was so precious that, you know, you get to control your journey a lot of the way. There are things that happen that you can't necessarily control, like me getting diagnosed with cancer at such a young age, but I can control the way that I look at it and I can control my health as much as personally possible throughout the journey. And so I just, after a month of feeling what it was like to feel helpless and depressed, I just realized that I never, ever wanted to feel that way. I want to feel empowered about life and excited and that you can have it all. And um, when you feel healthy, you realize how good that feels. And I just so respected my body as it started to get stronger and healthier and beat the cancer. And I so respected kind of life and how precious it is that I realized this was a gift and I need to take full control of it. And that it's my responsibility to turn, you know, this journey into as positive a one as possible. Um, and so you know, and then the more I started saying nutrition, the more I realized that that was a passion of mine. And the more that I realized that baking and creating recipes was a passion of mine. I think another secret to just being happy is finding your passions. And so 
where you can find things that just light you up and make you happy. And it's also something that has positive impact on the world. It combines so many things that just light you up that, you know, you know what you're living for and you love life and you get to kind of do your hobby every day. So I think it was a combination of all those things um, was a huge lesson for me in just learning, you know, how precious life is and how, um, you know, it's up to us to kind of control life as much as possible and that it's such a gift when you can find your passions and um, turn it into a business. It is. It's such a gift. And and I love everything that you shared there because I think that everyone really needs to hear that. I think a lot of times in life, maybe you shy away from doing what you really want to do because it's unrealistic or you have this going on or you have that. I mean, there's all kinds of stories we can all tell ourselves every day about why we're not living our best life or why we're not really following our dreams or why we're not playing all out to like live the life that we really believe that um, we were meant to live. And, And I think that hearing your story, I'm hoping, you know, my goal of bringing you on the show is really to like wake people up and give them a new sense of purpose. And, you know, I think you said a couple of things there that were really important to go back and highlight, which is that like you slowed down enough to actually get in tune with yourself and actually figure out like what you were passionate about and, and what was going to bring you happiness. And, you know, you said so many times on this interview already, like you realized how precious life was and that we have to make those decisions every single day to like live our best life and do what's going to bring us happiness and fulfillment. And, you know, I think that is a choice and it's a choice that we wake up and make every single day. And I think sometimes with the speed and pace of the life that we live, we let, problems or frustrations persist instead of making new and different decisions to create the life that we actually want to be living. So I think that's just such a powerful message that you just gave everyone there. I completely agree. Yeah, you can't, you know, we're, we're dealt a certain, you know, deck of cards and, um, we, you know, there are certain things that just happen in life, you know, it, that are, that are sometimes inexplainable, but, you know, I think that it's, it's all of our responsibilities to figure out no matter how we were raised, what has happened to our, us in our life, what do we want to turn our own life into? Yes. What would make us happy? How do we um, really take advantage of this, you know, crazy journey called life and, you know, really make sure that by, you know, the end of it, it's, we don't have regrets and that we've, we've faced our fears. And I think a lot of people, you know, I think fear is, a, is something that sometimes really holds people back. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, I think I think um, what happened with me is that I really felt like I almost lost everything. And when you don't have anything, um, you know, I didn't feel sexy. My hair was very thin. I, you know, I was I was 22. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel like an adult. I all of a sudden felt like a, like a, like a, a kid again, you know, so, yeah. you know, really to lean on their mom and their family. And, um, it just, all these things I felt like I'd been building up towards to adulthood, you know, kind of, I felt like starting, like over. starting all over again. Yeah. And then, and you also feel like you're a lot older cause you've gone through a lot of scary things. So it was just this combination of all these things. But at the end of the day, I felt like I really had a blank slate because at the end of the day, Thankfully, I was totally cured. And there's some people that aren't cured. And I just, it was such a gift. And um, at that point, I was like, what do I have to lose? I mean, I have zero to lose. You know, why not go for it? Why not try? And the way that I jumped in with the recipes, just following this gut instinct um, of a personal need and a personal curiosity 
why not just jump in? You know, I jumped in and it, and it took hard work. It's not like I made these recipes on the first time. I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of batches, but I, I had a vision and I had a goal and the goal and vision was big enough and exciting enough that, um, it didn't matter how many trials I needed to do. I was, I was determined, um, to go through as many batches as possible and learn along the way. And, you know, really be proud that I had the persistence to keep going and not just throw in the towel, not give up. So I think, you know, really being able to face your, your, your biggest fears, you know, looking like death in the eye and, and just starting over, you know, if I could just do this over, what would my dream life be? And it's going to take hard work. It's going to take fall, you know, being gutsy. It's going to, it's going to take a lot, but at the end of the day, you know, you're alive and you're living your dream. And that's like, what a gift. That's such a full life. Oh gosh. I love, I love everything that you're sharing here. So beautiful. So let's transition. I want to share a little bit of your entrepreneurial journey and success because, you know, you didn't just like start this, you know, cookie company that you're like, you know, just distributing to some friends and family. I mean, you guys have been all over, you know, Vanity Fair. I think I saw you. Were you on Good Day? Like you you guys have been all over. (laughs) We were just picked, um, Hoda Copy and Kathy Lee just picked us um, for National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day on the Today Show a couple weeks ago. That is so that was exciting. So yeah, we love them. So l- talk to the, the listeners a little bit about some of your biggest learnings in the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and, and actually like through the building process of, you know, growing your your company, some of your biggest, you know, takeaways and, and things that you think you could share with others that may be helpful for them on their journey to give them some perspective or wisdom as they grow. Sure. So I can say that um, both my parents were entrepreneurs, so I think it's it was kind of in my blood. But um, you know, I think that um, for me, you know, I think the only way I would have jumped into being an entrepreneur is to find something that I just couldn't shake. It, mm-hmm. it was just an idea that was so connected to kind of a gut feeling inside of me. Um, you know, again, I started making my own recipes out of a personal need. It wasn't because I thought there was a business yet Mm -hmm. and it was a personal need. So I just followed that gut feeling of why doesn't this exist? And I'm not going to just wait around for someone else to create it. Why don't I create it? Mm -hmm. So really having that like confidence of just, if I want something bad enough, um, why don't I just go for it? So I think that's like the first step. Um, is like seeing a need in the marketplace, whether it's a personal need or just something you think could make the world better and, and going for it, you know, really going for it and having a very clear vision about what that is. Um, secondly, I think then you have to create the product, right? So the product is never going to be, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. So, you know, really having a clear vision about what you're, you know, trying to create and then having the patience um, to figure out all of the steps along the way, you know, how, you know, what do you want the product to look like? In my case, like, what did I want? What flavors, how did I want it packaged? Um, how did I want the cookies to taste? Are they chewy? Are they crunchy? Are they gooey on the inside, crunchy on the outside? You know, how high are they? How much do they spread? You know what? And then realizing that you just need to test it on so many people because, I'm not, I'm the creator of the recipes, but the reality is I'm making this for everyone else. So mm-hmm. I want to create a product that makes as many people happy as possible. So really just separating yourself from your product so that you don't take it personally. It's like, you know, if I like, 
um, for instance, I launched my business with an espresso chocolate chip flavor. And I thought it was the end all be all like most delicious flavor. And then you realize after you test it on so many people, it, you know, I'm, I'm one of the smaller percentages of people that wants to eat that, you know, the majority of people love chocolate chunk and the majority of people, you know, love oatmeal cranberry. And so, you know, you realize that, um, it's okay to have your own personal opinion or favorites, but really you're creating a product for other people to buy and it's going to make most people happy. And so focus on, you know, really studying customers and what people say and not taking it personally. Um, and then I think, you know, as I started to grow the business, I mean, I really, what happened was I went to whole foods with a plate of cookies, um, just to kind of test the market, you know, would they want something like this? And they placed an order for cookie dough the next day. So it was very exciting because I realized I wasn't alone. So I think it was very validating to see um, a supermarket I really respected, um, you know, say, I agree, who's built the next brand name in natural cookie dough? You should be it. And that was really my goal with Sweet Lawrence. We should be the next brand name in cookie dough that next generation can grow up on that really stands for clean ingredients and sustainably sourced ingredients and just homey tasting recipes and, you know, just something better than what's, what's on the shelf presently. And so I think that, you know, getting validation from some, some big, you know, companies or people that you trust is really important. And I think that if you have a very clear idea of what your, the problem you're solving is and the vision of your company, and you know, in yourself, you have that passion for it. Um, and, and then also that you can like turn this into, um, a financially successful business, right? There's like a business behind the idea, those three things. Um, then I'd say go for it because, and to me, the most important thing is if you have that passion, you will be able to wake up every day and jump out of bed and get to work on it. But if you're not that passionate about it, it will, the hard work and the hard days will, could become too much. So I've been able to stick with this for, you know, a couple of years because I, I truly feel like this is my mission in life and I love it. And it's everything that I kind of stand for. Um, I love being a female entrepreneur. I love, um, you know, creating recipes. It's very creative for me. Um, you know, and I love seeing people happy, um, eating the product. I love filling a need in the marketplace. Um, I love, you know, progressing the food industry, um, and competing with bigger names on the shelf and really being a challenger brand. Um, I love building a team of people and becoming a CEO and really, you know, finding the best talent and training them. And so I think, you know, you just have to find something that, um, really lights you up and that you're passionate about. Um, and that to me is something then if you combine that with, you know, a very clear vision, um, and to fill a hole in the market and a smart business plan behind it. Um, how can you not win? There's yeah. so much opportunity in the world to make everything better. Everything yes. can be revamped for, for a better, you know, a better, in a better way. Absolutely true. And so much power in the things that you said. That, I mean, separating yourself from your product, not taking things personally, right? Doing tons of testing and taking the feedback from the people that are going to be buying instead of you, the person that is in your mind, just doing the creating. Um, such a great lesson in what you shared about Whole Foods. You know, how many people have wanted something in their life or in their business, but been like, you know, oh, I'm not big enough. I'm not advanced enough. I haven't been in business long enough. I can't possibly ask for that. They'll never 
never say yes. I mean, I think the fact that you just went for it and you were like, boom, this is where I want to be. I'm filling a need in the market. This is a product that doesn't, you know, exist currently in this way. Um, and, and having just the confidence to go for what you really wanted and, and pursuing that and not being afraid to compete at a high level with other big brands. I mean, so many good lessons there for our listeners and, you know, such a, a powerful story and message to share with everyone today. So thank you so much. Awesome. So yeah, I know absolutely. you guys just created uh, the new line. So I want to uh, give you the opportunity to share about that. And then, of course, I know there's so many people listening that want to go place their first order. So tell us where we can go do that. Okay, awesome. So so I launched um, our cookie dough in the refrigerated dairy aisle next to you know all the other cookie doughs um, a couple years ago in major supermarkets like Kroger, Publix, Wegmans, the Fresh Market, Harris Teeter, um, you know, and Whole Foods in New York and LA and ShopRite and many more. You can go to our website actually and just put your zip code into our store locator and um, then it'll show you what stores near you actually will carry our products. Um, and that's Sweet Lawrence spelled S-W-E-E-T-L-O-R-E-N-S.com. So you can go check that out. But Basically, I launched with three flavors, chocolate chunk, peanut butter chocolate, and oatmeal cranberry. And everything is packaged as place and bake, so you can make one or two at a time, so it's very portion controlled. Um, you can also just pop one or two in your toaster oven, so it's super easy to make. You know, you don't have to turn on your whole oven to do it. And, um, and then if you kind of want to be creative and make recipes, if you go to our website, there's a ton of recipes you can make with our dough, so we show how to make something from ice cream sandwiches to making like a seasonal crumble, um, by putting our cookie dough on top of seasonal berries and things like that. So we have a ton in store for you, but, um, we're super excited because for the last year, one to two years, the biggest requests we got were, do you have gluten-free? Do you have nut-free? Do you have vegan? And so I worked really hard to create a special formula that, didn't taste like it was any of those things. Um, but I saw a real need in the marketplace for people that were, you know, had these dietary restrictions and were looking to satisfy their sweet tooth um, in a really delicious but clean way. So Sweet Orange regular line, everything is 100% whole grain and non-dairy, just very clean. There's nothing artificial, no hydrogenated oils, no refined flours. But we've just launched this new gluten-free chocolate chunk place and bake cookie dough line that's sold right next to our other cookie dough now. And it's sold in um, almost all those supermarkets I just mentioned. And um, so now if you know someone or if you are gluten-free or vegan or dairy-free or need to eat something made in a nut-free facility, um, this product is really delicious and great for you. Um, it's also made of non-GMO ingredients. It's also kosher. Um, so um, check it out. You know, we're, we're thrilled with the response. We only launched it about three months ago and the amount of emails and calls we get from people, um, has just been overwhelming. And so I just can't wait to make more people happy. Uh, that's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. And it's really amazing that you've been able to take action on that because, you know, I, I know even when you were sharing it with me, there's people in my life that I really care about that I feel very badly like when we have a get together, a party or something where there's like limited options, you know, and there really are limited options on the market and you have to be so, so careful, um, you know, because it, you know, for, for many people, it is a life or death 
you know, thing with, with the, the nut allergies and, and dairy and all of that. And it's amazing that you've been able to um, come up with this awesome dessert option that people like me can now have in our kitchen, you know, ready to go um, to offer to our guests that everyone can enjoy, but that also, you know, we can do inclusively with, you know, people that we care about that maybe have those specific allergies. That's, that's really awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. I mean, we say our mission is to change the way America bakes. Love so, it. I love so it. that's it, you know, join our mission. We're excited to just save you time, save you money, save you cleanup with, um, product that, you know, is really hard to make from scratch and, um, is just really consistent and delicious and homemade tasting every time. Absolutely awesome. Lauren, you shared so much amazing wisdom um, with our listeners today. I so appreciate you. I love this interview. I love all the work that you're doing. I want to make sure everybody listening goes to sweetlaurens.com and looks up the store locator for your area so that you can go grab a couple bags. I know I'm going to. Um, So thank you so much, Lauren, for being here today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. All right. To all of our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you so much for being here. If you can think of just one person that needs to hear today's episode for some inspiration and action-taking advice, make sure you share the episode. Sharing is absolutely caring. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.